old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And before I keep going, let me bring in my co-host on the pod and in life. You can call her Murray. You can find her on Twitter at jmarkswifey. Miranda, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It is a Tuesday, early afternoon. It's been crazy today at work, but I'm doing good. Lunch break pod. Yes. Lunch break pod. Uh, because we're going to be somewhere kind of fun tonight. We're going to be doing an on-location distiller interview. Yes. Are you at, excited? Oh, I am. I'm stoked. <laughs> It'll be a lot or, of fun. Stoked? Yes. Stoked. It's a word. Yeah. Do you ever have moments where you say a word and then you're like, is that really a word? Like it just sounds like it's not a word to you? Okay, never mind. Yes, but normally they're not <laughs> words when I say them. Um <laughs> Stoked, you know, stoked. like this thing really stokes my goat. Yeah, stokes your goat. Okay. <laughs> of course, we're continuing our division previews, going through each division and giving a fantasy football preview of that division. And if you missed the AFC South last week, go check that out. Especially check out Victoria Edie Butler. It, we had such a good time with her. It was so much fun. It's always. Just so exciting for us to get to talk to whether it, people in the industry, whether that's in the whiskey industry or the football industry, it's fun bringing people onto our show, getting to, I feel like we learn so much about from anyone oh, yeah, for who we sure. brought on the show and it's exciting and fun. Absolutely. It's always good to kind of share in their passions and everything. And speaking of passions, she's passionate about those Tennessee Titans, not just mm-hmm. whiskey. So go check out her takes on that. And we've done the NFC North already. Mm-hmm. And today, yeah. we are going to cover the NFC South. Yeah. The Saints, Panthers, Bucks, and Falcons. Absolutely. Now, we don't, this is normally when I would say, what are we drinking today? But we're not drinking right now. It's going to be similar to last week. We're covering a division for you on our Tuesday release, and our Wednesday will be a whiskey Wednesday episode for you where we'll bring you more football and a deeper dive into whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, we're going to be on location and that's at the Foundry Distillery in West Des Moines, Iowa. Not too far from us. No. Not not too long of a jaunt. Brandon there is a, a big Panthers fan. Grew up on the coast there, or I guess not the coast, but that side of the country. And is a uh, big Panthers fan. So uh, I'm excited to talk some Panthers to a him. A lot to talk about. Especially because he's a listener of ours, and we have been shitting all over Bryce Young. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the trade that they made with us. Not yeah. that we're not shitting on the trade. We're, we just took the farm. 
right. as I like to it say. took the farm. <laughs> I did see something online, and I'm going to bring this up to Brandon because I found it quite funny, but Bryce Young was described as he's smart, he's intelligent, he's an athlete, he's got a precise arm, and the Panthers will be just fine as long as they don't need him to change a light bulb or lose him in the couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> just I saw that online, and it cracked me up. Miranda, we got a little bit of football news. I know you have been swamped on calls all day. I know, but you said that there's some news, and I'm anxious to hear. What is this news that I'm missing? Yes, two things. One, mm-hmm. Austin Eckler will be staying with the Chargers. You know, he had requested that trade, mm-hmm. wanted out. Instead of trading him because they didn't want to get rid of him, they've added incentive bonuses to his contract. Oh, awesome. So he can earn I'm more I'm happy money. to see him stay there. I like him there. I do, too, and I think fantasy football-wise, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And... I think it's about $2 million extra incentive bonuses. He's going to play harder to get those bonuses, So you're going to want to target Austin Eckler. You're going to want Austin Eckler, absolutely. And then the other news, Aaron Rodgers. We can't stop talking about Aaron Rodgers. What is it with him now? (laughs) He was seen on the limping to the sidelines, getting his ankle looked at, and the reports say that something is not right with it. So potential injury that could affect already it. before <laughs> before preseason. Well, games I have all and people. Everything. I have all people know when you get old, things just start breaking <laughs> breaking apart. And Rogers is getting on the old side. Oh my goodness! After all of that drama and all of that trading. All yes. right. Yeah, but however. Maybe this is good for the Jets because that second round pick will not become a first round pick if he misses time. Remember, he's got oh, to play right. 65 so Maybe they said, we want you to start the season off injured. Yes. And <laughs> then come back and play 64% right. of our games. Save the season for us. <laughs> and save the season. Good comeback story. There you oh, go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The NFL is not <laughs> scripted, but that sounds like it would fit right mm-hmm. into the drama. Before we keep going, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Have you signed up for EdgeBoost yet? If not, you're missing out. EdgeBoost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs, EdgeBoost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Simply deposit funds into your account and EdgeBoost will match the deposit so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances, up to $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. My EdgeBoost double down play of the day is, I know it's a little bit far away, but USFL this weekend, take the pan or the sorry not the panthers the maulers on the money line that defensive line is going to feast on the stars bad offensive line so that's who i would put my money on and you're probably getting good plus money on it right now just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge must be 21 or older to use only valid in legal gambling states problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER all right justin Let's start with the Panthers, since we're going to be talking about them a lot today, later on at the Foundry. Let's break them down. At quarterback, right now, we already mentioned Bryce Young, their rookie that they just drafted. Last year, he had 3,328 passing yards, 32 passing touchdowns, five interceptions. He had a 64.5 pass completion percentage. And he also had 185 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. He's valued at a dollar. 
What do you think? Yeah, so I've already kind of made my thoughts clear on Bryce Young, but in case you missed it, here's my main concern. His size, for Mm -hmm. one. I have two concerns. One, his size. He's a very small guy, and I don't know how he's going to hold up with NFL hits. The second concern is he was less successful at Alabama as far as the winning games and everything than Mac Jones. And I do not think Mac Jones has been a good NFL quarterback. Definitely not one you are running to get on your mm-hmm. fantasy football rosters unless it's a super flex. So that that's my thoughts right there. I, I'm staying away from Bryce Young. I mean, if it's a dollar, I would probably take a ch- chance or a shot if I had the mm-hmm. bench space. But... I'm not going to go crazy on it. I don't I don't even know if I'd go up to five for Bryce Young. I just don't have faith in him. How about you? I'm really iffy on him, too. And again, because like you mentioned, the size and everything. And then I just, I don't know. I don't know how excited I am about the Panthers this year. See, I think they actually, they I, may have a chance. I like what they did mm-hmm. at running back. They're wide the re- running back. But yeah. I'm thinking of the passing game. Right. The wide receivers they and did. tight end. I like the experience they brought in. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all about if they can get the ball. You know, I think they got to get the ball is, to them. Yeah. I think their defense will be good, too. So I think they have potential. Mm-hmm. I just. I'm going to have to all... see. But a dollar. I think he's worth a dollar. Yeah. flyer like just to get him out and because if he does blow up and he does become something then you have that but i would not anticipate him i wouldn't spend the money you'd spend hoping to get like a top 10 quarterback yeah agreed i'm just like i said everything for me is gonna ride on bryce young and i i just don't think he has it but i guess mm-hmm. we'll see so let's talk about the running backs they brought in miles sanders um last year he had 206.7 fantasy points, three top five finishes, and he was a 13th ranked running back. They brought in a very talented running back here. Yeah, no, I agree. I like Miles Sanders. Now, they did go from one of the best rushing offenses in the league, or he did, not they, mm-hmm. he did, from uh, the Eagles to this team, but I still think he's talented. $18, I think I will, I'll play with that. I'll go for Miles yeah, Sanders. Yeah, he's probably valued at 18. Yeah. Sorry, had you said that? No, I didn't say that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say what he was valued at. Can we back up to Bryce Young for just a second? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that his rushing ability will come into play? He doesn't have a ton of rushing ability. He can escape when he needs to. But he does, he will do it though. Yeah, but if you, I think when I was looking at the stats uh, a couple days ago, it was only like a four yard average i mean okay it was more of like he ran when he had to when there was no other options it's kind of his last option mm-hmm. um and he's not he's not a gifted what about his athlete. four rushing i mean he got four rushing touchdowns too yeah i think that's i mean you're in an alabama offense that is extremely efficient so those opportunities will be there going to a carolina offense where i don't know if they're going to be extremely efficient mm-hmm. i don't think i'm weighing his rushing ability as much the other thing is if I believe in Bryce Young, whether I'm a Panthers fan or fantasy football manager, I don't want him running. He's little. <laughs> Every time he runs. You don't want him to get squished out there. <laughs> right. Every time he runs, he's opening himself up to bigger hits. Yes. <laughs> and so, I mean, I know he could slide, but I just, I don't like putting him in that situation at all. Okay. So I wanted to back up and talk about that. So, cause I wanted to see, like, do you think that any of that rushing that he can do will impact the running backs on this team? But no. you're saying no. No, absolutely not. 
Because they also have, in addition to Miles Sanders, they have Chuba Hubbard. Yes. Who, not really a flashy running back. Last year he had 80.7 points. He was the 50th ranked running back. And he is valued at a dollar. Definitely would look at targeting Miles Sanders in this offense. Yeah, Especially no. because we don't, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I think especially because we don't know how Bryce Young is going to do. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Chuba Hubbard, he had, you know, when they traded Christian McCaffrey, Everybody kind of thought, oh, Hubbard's turn. It's his turn to prove what he's got. And they went to Dante Foreman. I don't have a lot of faith in him. This is definitely Miles Sanders' backfield. Yes, I would agree with you there. Now, wide receivers, they also brought in talent. They brought in Adam Thielen from Minnesota. He was a 31st-ranked wide receiver last season and finished with 145 points. He did not have any top five finishes. And he, this one kind of surprised me. He's valued at a dollar. Yeah. Well, I think part of that's a reflection of the quarterback situation, but also do you know how old Adam Thielen is? Oh, he's not in his prime. 32. Ooh. He's had injury issues the past couple years. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's been a double digit, uh, touchdown wide receiver for, I think, two of the last three years however he's declining you know yes, but if he can get double digits though weekly then he is definitely worth more than a dollar i think points or targets you mean you said targets i said touchdowns in the season <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'm listening to you Justin. <laughs> sure you are <laughs> she's already thinking about that foundry whiskey i think that's what it is <laughs> though i can't blame you i am too so well, regardless, I still feel like Thielen is worth more than a dollar here. Yeah, I, I would go more than a dollar on him. He even was the 31st my... ranked. I know he had Kirk Cousins, right. and that Vikings offense was amazing last year. But to me, I still feel like he's going to be fantasy relevant. I guess prove me wrong. Yeah, no, I'm I'm curious how he's going to be as likely their wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Because he went to playing next to Stephon Diggs, who got a lot of the attention, to playing with Justin Jefferson, who got a lot of the defense's attention. So at a wide receiver two, he did well with that. How's he going to be as a wide receiver one? That would be my only concern, but a dollar is still cheap for him, I think. And they brought in rookie Jonathan Mingo. Yes, from um, Ole Miss. Which, I don't know if his last year's stats really... No, he's not had any season that's jumped off the yeah. page. I'm just looking at this. Last year, 51 receptions, 861 yards, and five touchdowns. He's valued at a dollar. They also, other wide receivers that the Panthers have, um, Chark, DJ Chark, mm-hmm. um, LaVisca, Chenault. Shai Smith, Terrace Marshall. Yeah. Those guys are all returning from last year. but Not flashy. Not yeah, flashy, guys. I, a lot of... Dynasty guys get excited about LaVisca Chenault. Mm-hmm. I, I get he's a speedster, but he's had his opportunities to prove himself and has not yet. I don't think that's going to change now. No. So let's look at their tight end, Hayden yeah. Hurst. Last year, I don't know what happened to my voice there. Got a little high pitch. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes. I just thought maybe you were excited about tight ends. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe that's my tight end excitement coming out for you. Um, Last year, he finished as the 22nd tight end. He had 82.9 fantasy points, one top five finish. He's valued at a dollar, and I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. No, I, I he's not going to be a top 10 tight end. I no. think he could be serviceable as a backup. Well, even ranked at 22nd, he's not going to be 
Yeah. Well, I guess in your 12-person leagues, maybe. I think he'll get better because he came from the Bengals who had, you know, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and all these different options. T. Higgins, sorry, I can't believe I forgot T. Higgins. I think he's going to be relied on a little bit more in this offense, mm-hmm. especially with Bryce Young throwing to him. But, again, not a top 10 by any means. No. So I think the most exciting piece of the Panthers in this offseason Miles Sanders. Is Miles Sanders. I Absolutely. Agree. And until we're proven otherwise, I think they're going to be relying on him. Yeah, agreed. Now, before we keep going in the NFC South, we've got to give a shout-out to our sponsors one more time. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also get a chance to win $500. You can't beat that. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, but that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That's right. You find yourself hanging down at the foundry. You get in an argument on whether Bryce Young is going to be a good quarterback (laughs) or just a little tiny guy, and somebody punches you in the face, breaking your Shady Rays out on their pretty patio. Um, That's okay. Shady Rays will replace them. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase your purchase and if you don't love them exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop shady rays their team always has your back and for our international listeners shady rays has you covered as well with shipping to canada australia new zealand and the uk go to shadyrays.com and use promo code sgpn for 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the 500 dollars shady may contest cool shades and money i like it i hope you're not getting punched in the face tonight justin <laughs> right <laughs> me too <laughs> this is jim miller former chicago bears quarterback now back to old-fashioned football all right let's talk about a team that you kind of mentioned we were talking about these teams last night. You kind of mentioned you were a little excited about them. Oh, yes. This is your NFC South team. This I guess. is my NFC South team. For a couple reasons. Starting at their quarterback, right? Ish. Ish. Okay. Ish. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying not to be biased by my uncle. Okay. So we're talking about the Saints here. Yes. And the Saints got Derek Carr. Very interesting situation because of his contract, his no trade clause. He made a visit to the Saints this offseason. Was that January, February? Somewhere around February there, yeah. ish. And no trade went there through. There were talks about trades, but he had he would have to have waived his no trade clause. And there was a deadline where the Raiders were going to have to pay him forty three million. Something. Something like something that. Crazy. Some crazy. Some crazy number. I don't know if that was the number, but something crazy. I feel crazy. like it's the right number, so I'm going <laughs> to say $43 million, but I don't know for sure. Don't quote me on that. And Let's just say a lot more money than is in our bank account. He was guaranteed that. A little bit more. Just no, a just little. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, he made a visit to the Saints. He didn't waive his no trade clause, forced the Raiders to cut him, and then he went to the Saints. Would you call when he was 10 to 1 to go to the I Saints? I did. I did call it well, back when we were talking about that whole deal. Because when we were talking about it, he had just made his visit. Yeah. He, the deadline was going to be approaching. And I told you, 
they're not going to make the trade and he's going to go to the Saints after. Yep. Because um, why wouldn't they? Like, why would they give up something when they can have a player who is obviously going to be cut? Anyway, that's what happened. He's with the Saints now. For fantasy points last year, he had 233 fantasy points. No top five finishes, but he did have five top 10 finishes, which I feel like is that, relevant. Yeah. I feel like sure. that's a relevant stat to give you. You know, he didn't have a top five. Yeah. But, still but he had top five 10. top 10. Yeah. Yep. He also, which is not something we point out often, and I mentioned this to you last night, that I think it's really important and something we should really start, I think you know, gonna, mentioning. I think we're going to have a whole pod on this, but yeah. yeah. He is the third ranked quarterback for ease of schedule. Is that the right way to word that? He is the, he's third for an easy schedule. Yes. For strength of schedule, yes. he's third, third for having an third, easy... Third best, I guess, for Third best. Of I said ranked, week. but best yeah. ranked. It's the same thing. <laughs> and he finished the season last year as a 17th ranked quarterback. He's valued at a dollar. I think that's a little bit of an undervalue. I agree. And see, my uncle said, and I, I never watched Raiders games, so maybe watching him is a lot different than watching him on your fantasy lineup week to week. <laughs> Because I think fantasy-wise, he was relevant, but he wasn't what the Raiders needed. Well, I think part of that you have to take into consideration is the shit show that is the Raiders. I mean, they make a lot of bad decisions, (laughs) Derek Carr not being one of them. John Gruden, his whole coaching era that was a failure, and and they just haven't had the right coaching. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Saints are the right coaching either but i like the offense that they are putting him with yes agree so let's start with running backs let's do it (laughs) um well first of all the saints have alvin kamara and he was the 18th ranked running back last season with 183.2 fantasy points one top five finish and he's valued at 20 dollars. but yeah he's facing suspension though could be up to six games. Hard to say. Uh, you never know what goes into these decisions from the NFL, but he did beat the shit out of a guy pretty good. There's video evidence of it, so I think it's going to be hard to escape. But the NFL will not impose anything until the investigation and everything is completed. He was indicted, though, for it. So it, I don't. I think he's, uh, suspension is, is inevitable. And that's fine because... They also picked up Jamal Williams they from the Lions. Guy. They got my guy. <laughs> Jamal is my guy. I am. He just. He was amazing last year. I had him. Nobody expected him. I don't think to be a top ten running back last season. No, no. So me having him on multiple teams, it was just exciting for me last season watching him put up those points. He finished the year with two hundred nineteen point nine points, five top five finishes. He was the eighth ranked running back. Towards the end of the season, he's valued at three dollars. Which why? Why is he valued at three dollars? I think I think the only thing there is they must assume that you know Swift got injured a lot, which led to Williams having more points, and then just Detroit gave Williams the ball more. Mm-hmm. I th- I think that must mean they don't think that's going to happen here. Kamara's going to outperform him, but. If Kamara is suspended, you got at least probably six weeks mm-hmm. of Jamal Williams having that's the, a the huge load. chunk of your season. Yeah. Um, he's definitely, I don't know what number right off the top of my head that I would put on that, but to get a top 10 running back, because I think he is very talented. Yeah. I don't know if he gets top 10 again, though. That's we'll my see. only concern. We'll see. <laughs> we do will you see. think, okay, I like Derek Carr going to the Saints, but do you think Derek Carr is everything the Saints need to not have to rely on the run sometimes? 
I just think they love Alvin Kamara, and I think Kamara is going to get the bulk of the carries. That's you all. don't think that when Kamara comes back from said suspension, whenever we figure out what the details of that are, mm-hmm. that they wouldn't do a split or a share. N- maybe, but not a f- complete fifty-fifty. You don't get a guy like Jamal Williams and then sit him on the bench. Well, it didn't cost him much to get him, though. I guess that's that's the thing. I don't know. You think I'm overhyping him? Do you think I'm overhyping him? Is he my Pitt's passion? Like, <laughs> like you had? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I don't know for sure. It'll be interesting no, to see how it all plays he's out. He's not. I'm just going to tell you right now. Do you know who led the league in rushing touchdowns last year? Jamal Williams. I don't think that happens again this year. Therefore, I don't know if he finishes at that eighth. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. But maybe he finishes at 11. And that's still yeah. great value. Yeah, for sure. I, I would draft him anyways, especially if you're drafting before the suspension goes through, mm-hmm. because what if Kamara ends up getting suspended the whole year? You then know. you got your RB1 of the mm-hmm. Saints, you know? So, yeah, I would draft him either way, though. All right, let's get into the wide receivers. Yeah, let's do it. They still have Chris Olave, who had 162.2 fantasy points last year. No top five finishes. He was the 25th wide receiver, and he's valued at $20. Yeah, I like Chris Olave, and I think bringing mm-hmm. in Derek Carr helps Chris Olave. You know, last year he had, well, started with, um, oh, shit, why can't I think of his name? Jameis Winston, thank yep. you for giving me an eye. <laughs> like, come on, pull it out of your head. Jameis Winston, and then Andy Dalton, you know, those quarterbacks aren't exactly. And he still finished 25th. Yeah, and those those quarterbacks aren't Derek Carr. Uh, I think Derek Carr is going to do very well and rely on Chris Olave. Uh, Olave is a young guy, very talented. He's got a good speed size combo. So I, for me, he is going to have a very successful uh, season, especially if he's on the same page with Derek Carr. Like if they can get build that connection early. Yeah, and they also have Michael Thomas, who <laughs> really? <laughs> how do you really feel? <laughs> Finished with only 33.1 points last year. He only played three games, though. So that's an average of 11 points a game. And that seems to have been the story for him, though. He's often injured these past several years. He just Mm -hmm. can't seem to stay healthy. Very talented wide receiver, but he can't seem to stay healthy. And I don't know if he is all in the game anymore, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. And so, yeah, did we already say that he's valued at a dollar? Yeah. He's valued at a dollar. Yeah. And I think that that's... Well, people took risks yeah. on him last year, hoping that he'd be healthy. It paid off for three games. Though. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Other receivers that the Saints have are Rashid Shahid. Like say that, that five times fast. Right? <laughs> Traquan Smith. He came back, yeah, and then they drafted A.T. Perry. Yes. Uh, but this is really going to be Olave and Thomas, if healthy. Now, tight ends, because I'm excited about the Saints' tight ends. You're excited about all tight ends. But... No, specifically <laughs> the Saints right now. Yeah, they have so, an interesting mix. Yeah, let's start with Taysom Hill, because I had him last season, and Taysom Hill, is he finished fifth overall for tight ends. Mm-hmm. I anticipate him to still be a top 10 tight end. Even with Juwan Johnson, who I know you're high on, who is yeah. your other tight end. Taysom Hill finished last year with 141.3 points, six top five finishes. He's only valued at a dollar, which is mind blowing. He is everything. He can be your quarterback. He can be your he can be your running back. He will definitely be your t- receiving tight end. 
Yeah, <laughs> like, he's kind of uh, a cheat code at the mm-hmm. position, right? Um, I feel like you can do a lot with your offensive plays because of him. And actually, I think if you looked at a percentage basage last year, he probably lined up at tight end the least amount out of other positions because mm-hmm. he did come in for a quarterback to do like either a quarterback draw, but he can throw it as well. He did come in as a running back. He did play wide receiver and he received a couple touchdowns, mm-hmm. but normally at receiver, not at tight end. So it's you, he's not a tight end, but that's where they have him. Yeah. That's where he's classified as on the team and in fantasy and football. He, it makes him, in my opinion, very valuable at that tight end position because you don't know what they're going to do with him on the field and you have an opportunity to get a lot more points than an average tight end. Yeah. Swiss Army knife. There you go. He can do it all. Yeah. So I know you're really high on Juwan Johnson. Yeah, I am. It, just because he is a really good red zone target, uh, mm-hmm. I think I should have looked this up ahead of time. I meant to, but I believe he had more two touchdown games than any other tight end except for Travis Kelsey last year because he had multiple games with over two touchdowns because he is he's just a really good red zone target. But even with that, though, he still finished outside the top 10. He finished as 11th. With 113.8 points last year and only four, well, it's still four top five finishes. Okay, I agree. But Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton, Derek Carr. Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Derek Carr, Juwan Johnson. I think this is going to, Derek Carr being on the team is going to elevate. What if it's Derek Carr, Taysom Hill? Again, they don't line him him up at tight (laughs) end often. (laughs) But he puts up more points. So I just, I don't know. I always get hesitant. Spending a lot of money on a tight end that's outside your top ten. Yeah, I'm not. Do you really think that the Saints could have two top tight top ten tight ends? I think if you're in a twelve person league, they had two top twelve tight ends last year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Justin. Gotcha. <laughs> Got her. Um, I mean, I yeah, like I both guess of if them. You're, we have a lot of 10 person leagues. So if you were in a 12 person league, you probably did. Yeah. Our listener have, league was 12 person. Yeah. You example. had Juwan Johnson on some lineup. He right. was rostered. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, if you get crazy, your flex position can be tight end as well. But it would and have if they're to, up enough for me to put it, points. see like, let's say I had, I was lucky enough to have Travis Kelsey and Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill is when I would flex. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's a lot of tight ends that I would put in a flex position. I think, yeah, it probably depends how the rest of your team's looking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, so to speak, I guess, lack of a better term, blow your wad on running box, <laughs> running box, running, running box, backs <laughs> okay. and wide receivers, I turned British, the running box, um, <laughs> the running backs and the wide receivers, and you don't have a lot of money and you're trying to fill some mm-hmm. flex spots. I would grab either of these guys if they go for a dollar or two. Yes, for a dollar, yes. Get both yeah. of them. I'm not arguing with you on that. <laughs> Why don't we keep moving on? Yes. To the team nobody's excited about. Well, <laughs> that's not true. They 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 got a really good rookie that I'm sure people are excited about. But let's talk about the Falcons. All right. At quarterback, they have Desmond Ritter. For now. He's their starter for now. For now. Well, who who else then? Taylor Heineke is Taylor their backup. Heineke. Yeah. Yes. Former XFL magic. I can see. Yeah, I can see something. Okay. (laughs) For now. But we're just talking about Desmond Ritter today. Yes. He finished last year with 38.8 fantasy points. No top five finishes. But he only played in four games. Yes. 
Um, only two touchdowns, no interceptions. Again, only played four games. That's less than 10 points a game for a quarterback. That's not good. Mm, no, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> he was ranked 48th out of the quarterbacks. Uh, there's not a lot of data to go on, but there you go. Yeah. Now, not a lot of stats. Yeah. The question is, do they even throw the ball? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Well, I, let me tell you this. He is... Um, how did you fourth best? There you go. Not ranked. Yeah. You said not ranking here. Fourth best. Fourth best for schedule. strength of schedule. Right. So there is that. Yeah. Going for him or this Taylor is, Heineke. This is an Arthur Smith team. Do they even throw the ball? That's my biggest question. Mm-hmm. I mean, they seem like they're set up to just run every play. Well, you know, speaking of run, they did draft Bajan Robinson. They did. Yeah. The sensational rookie. Was uh, said by many to be the best offensive player in the draft. I mean, I know the quarterbacks go first, but... He was the exciting yeah, the player in the draft. Texas running back that everybody wanted to get on their team. Last year, he had over 1,500 rushing yards, 18 touchdowns, added 314 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns. He's projected for $43. Are that you spending is, 43 on that Bajan? Is, that sounds right for Bajan. Honestly, you so? you're going to spend money for really good running backs. And we we just got done talking about their who they have at quarterback. Yeah. They're going to need to rely on the run. They are a running team. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's a rookie. And with all that talent, yes. My concern, I guess, we're not even talking about all these guys, but... They also have Tyler Allgaier, mm-hmm. they have Caleb Huntley, and they have Corderell Patterson. Those guys are still going to get touches. So let's talk about who else they have. Like you mentioned Caleb Huntley, Tyler Allgaier. I think next up after Bajan, so the RB2 would be Allgaier. What, where was he at last season? Yeah, so it's interesting. It's Corderell Patterson, too, you left out, who yeah, had Patterson, a good – he was actually their RB1 last year. Now, I think Tyler Allgaier, because he's younger, is next in line. He's only 23. They drafted him last year, and he had 1,035 yards and three rushing touchdowns. So the rushing touchdowns obviously were lacking, but Cordero Patterson and Marcus Mariota kind of stole those. But, yeah, he had 1,035 yards last year, and he's a guy they just drafted last year. I don't Mm -hmm. think they're just going to automatically put him on the bench. He's still going to get his touches. Yeah, and he was ranked 27th. Out of running backs. Okay, yeah, probably because lack of touchdowns there. Only only having mm-hmm. three kind of hurts as a running back. So do you feel like Bajan is overhyped going to this team? I just – I think people think he's going to come in and get the full workload, and I honestly don't think he is. Now, I do think they're going to run the ball a lot, so maybe it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't think – now I need to th- really think about this, so – I'll think about it later, but I just don't <laughs> think there's a lot of teams anymore that don't have running backs that don't share time. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And all guys still only... have to ro- roster your running backs. Like you still yeah. have to have really good running backs, and I think Bajan is it. Is he forty three dollars worth though? You think? I think he's. I don't you don't think he'll finish top ten? If he finishes top ten. Then he's worth it. I I just this is one I'm so torn on mm-hmm. because I believe he's an incredibly talented running back, but I believe this is one of the worst teams he could have ended up on because of their <laughs> running back room mm-hmm. and because of their quarterback. If I'm playing against Desmond Ritter, I'm stacking the box to stop the run. I'm making Desmond Ritter throw it on me and mm-hmm. beat me that way. 
So just for me, I don't love Robinson's landing spot at all. But Tyler Algar for a dollar, I think that might be worth a, a, a splash too. If he gets, a, if he can get anywhere close to a thousand yards, I mean, he's that mm-hmm. was splitting time with Cordell Patterson and a little with Caleb Huntley, and he still had a thousand yards because again, they run the ball a lot. It's they an do. Arthur Smith offense. They run the ball a lot. If to me, he's worth a, a dollar, I guess. All right, let's move on to wide receivers. Yes, yeah. because <laughs> we can't decide on this. So no, <laughs> you be the judge. Yeah, I need to think more. Drake London. You know what? No, wait. Let's stop. Okay. <laughs> Bajan being 43, yeah. he's going to go for that in leagues. Yeah, no, I it's agree. It's just going to be, I just want to put that out there. Yeah. He's going to. Probably So more. it's whether or not, it's deciding if you're willing to be the guy who gets him. Or girl. If you're willing to be the person who gets him. <laughs> <laughs> I say guy for everyone. I just say guys, you know, you guys, guy. Thanks, Justin. You're welcome. It's Putting just if I spot. said that, people would be like, well, women play football too. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. So yes. anyway, you said it's okay. I didn't say just, man. You're I just sliding said guy. your own kind. But <laughs> I always say guys. Like, come on, guys. You guys. And she also says, "Hey, you guys." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to. We haven't watched the Goonies in a while. No, we have not. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Justin, let's get to these wide receivers. They have Drake London. I'm in trouble, y'all. Who <laughs> finished 36 out of the wide receivers last year with 142.6 points, no top five finishes. He's valued at $14. What do you think about that? N- no. I no. mean, I think he's really talented. <laughs> no. no. With Desmond Ritter throwing to him and them going to run the ball all the time, I ain't spending $14 on him. That's what I think. That's fine. <laughs> I am not going to put my value. My, I'm not going to put my cold hard-earned cash (laughs) (laughs) sure um my budget into falcons wide receivers not him anyways i'd spend a dollar on matt collins well yeah he's valued at a dollar and i probably would too but i'm not spending money money out of my budget money don't um Um, (laughs) matt collins from the raiders Finished with 125.7 points last year, one top five finish, ranked 44th out of wide receivers. Now, that is with a more reliable quarterback. It is, but he was also, I think, wide receiver four on their team. So I think moving to wide receiver two. You think maybe it'll be still the same? Yeah, I think he could finish around there again because he has less competition. Let's get to tight ends. So I, <laughs> Kyle Pitts, Justin. Why don't yes. you talk about Kyle Pitts? <laughs> hey, he had one top five finish last year, believe it or not. One. But he finished as the 33rd tight end, 61.6 points. Of course, he got shut down because of his injury late in the season. He's currently valued at $22, which I get because the talent is there. But I'm not doing it this year. I My passion is lost for Pitts. He's valued at $22? Yeah. For 33rd? <laughs> what? Taysom Hill is valued he, at He had an injury. What? Hold on. Taysom Hill is valued at a dollar and he was ranked fifth tight end and he'll be any position you want. <laughs> that is absurd. Who are is this real? You yes, put it is. I can show you. I'm pretty Don't sure you me. put oh, his no. value in the chart here. <laughs> and did you really Kyle is, Pitts twenty two dollars projected twenty two dollars. That's insane. He's projected 741 receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns. That is not worth $22. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's just... 
What is what is happening? Twenty two dollars is going off of his rookie season, where he almost broke the sixty year old rookie tight end record set by the one and only Mike Ditka. Um, but since then, he had obviously his disappointing twenty twenty two campaign. He only played ten games, but three hundred fifty six yards. This is not the offense where he can come back and break that record if that's what people are hoping for. Here's my concern. If Kyle Pitts wants to be fantasy football relevant, which I'm sure he doesn't give a shit about, right? Right. But if he wants to even be relevant in on this team, what did we say this team is set up to do? Run. Run the ball. He needs Kyle to, Pitts is He needs to bad. become a Taysom Hill. Well, no, Kyle Pitts <laughs> is bad at run blocking. So if he's being pulled off the field because they're running the ball, mm-hmm. he's losing opportunities. If he is being pulled off the field, they can't just put him on every passing play because then, oh, now the defense knows it's a passing play. He does not mesh well in this offense, I don't think. I was excited about it because of the Arthur Smith-Delaney Walker connections from Tennessee and Marcus Mariota, but I no longer think he can have success in this Falcons offense. I think they need to trade him because he's a very talented tight end and they could probably get a good return. But I don't think he'll ever have success in this offense because he can't run block. My mind is still blown at this twenty-two dollar value. I'd spend two. <laughs> I'd spend a dollar. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say you wouldn't. Let's talk about the Bucks. Okay. We'll go from Tom Brady to either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Personally, I'm hoping for Kyle Trask, but yeah. So Baker Mayfield had 129.4 points last year. No top five finishes, not even a top ten finish. Now I need to break this down for you because he only played 12 games last season, nine of which were with the Panthers. He was then traded after Week 13 to the Bucks, or no, not to the Bucks, to the Rams. Let me correct myself. He was cut and they acquired him. He was cut. Yeah, he wasn't even traded. Right. He was cut after yeah. week 13. Panthers cut him. He went to the Rams, played the last five games of the season, and here he is on the Bucks. He he was there two days before he got his first start and led them to a comeback victory. And after 10 weeks of XFL, Brett Hundley could still not learn the Vipers playbook. Anyways, go on. <laughs> neither here nor there just some personal uh, just a, side vendetta okay. against brett huntley <laughs> so mayfield ranked 29th out of quarterbacks last year he's valued at a dollar pass <laughs> pass which is accurate well, um I, I wouldn't even take a shot at him for a dollar to be honest no he's not no baker's old news this, do you have what what do you think about kyle trask I think he could have a little bit more success. Uh, he was all right at Florida, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's a. I think he's right where he should be as an NFL backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a starter. I think this could be the worst team in the NFL, <laughs> and that next year they're drafting Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback who allegedly is the next Patrick Mahomes. That's what I think could, the Bucks could be. Let's let's the Bucks might tank for Caleb Williams to be honest but maybe that's what they're setting themselves up to do because right now at running back they have the 38th ranked running back and the 59th ranked running back with Rashad White who had 114.1 points last year no top five finishes he is valued at $19 yeah of course Leonard Fournette was their running back last year he's Mm -hmm. gone 
I don't have faith in Rajad White. Um, I know he packs a powerful stiff arm on some plays, but I'm not spending nineteen dollars on an offense that I think will be defunct. Defunct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They also have Chase Edmonds, who only had sixty six point two points last year, no top five finishes, valued at a dollar. Yeah, I, I kinda like Chase Edmonds. He played behind James Conner last year, so I think he could battle for some more time than is probably expected with mm-hmm. Richard White. If I'm drafting any running back off the uh, the Bucks, it's going to be Chase Edmonds for the the low money. Low money. Yep. Um, and wide receivers. So the Bucks have two of two top twenty wide receivers on their offense from last year. I don't know for now. For now. And I say that because I would not be surprised if one of these guys requests a trade. Something because they are talented. These are very talented receivers. But getting up there, they are. Who wants to ride out their days with Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so we have Mike Evans, 16th ranked wide receiver, finished the season with 186.9 points last year, two top five finishes. Both were number one, which yeah. is, I needed to say that. Yeah. Absolutely. And at $10 for mm-hmm. yes, his auction $10. value, I would go for him. He is worth it. Even with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. But he, if somebody gets traded, I feel like it's going to be him for some reason. He, I feel like of the two, he's still got the most yeah. talent. Chris Godwin, 20th ranked wide receiver, finished the year with 170.8 points, one top five finish, valued at $17. He's valued above Mike Evans. Yeah. It's it's interesting when you think about these guys. I mean, a lot of people in your league are probably going to be chasing them, right? They're mm-hmm. going to be like, look, the 16th and the 20th wide receiver, that's my wide receiver too. That was also with Tom Brady throwing to them. Yes. And even though Tom Brady may have been declining a little bit. He was still Tom Brady. Tom Brady, <laughs> yeah, could probably in another 10 years still outplay Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be cautious. These guys, if they stay on this team, they're going to decline in ranking, unfortunately. Absolutely. Not that they're not talented, and they just don't. It's a totally different offense. Absolutely agree. How about tight end, your favorite position? Not this one, though. Cade <laughs> Otten, 72.1 points last year. He had two top five finishes, and he was a 27th ranked tight end, valued at a dollar. I don't know that I would even target him for a dollar. Yeah, there's probably no point. I don't think he's going to jump into that top 12 uh, or probably even top 15 to 20. So, no. yeah, I'd stay away. He'd have to have, I mean, maybe maybe Kate Otten develops some serious chemistry <laughs> <laughs> with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, that's worth about an extra five points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that that is our NFC South. A lot going on there. Yeah. Um, who's your top quarterback, Justin? My top quarterback is probably no surprise. Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yes, it is. I mean, it's not Baker Mayfield. It is not Ritter. And I don't know. I don't know what Bryce Young is going to do. And I don't know that I'm crazy about the Panthers offense other than Miles Sanders. Yeah. So that also makes me not target Bryce Young <laughs> I would go with Derek Carr I think the Saints w- are leading this division yep. this year agreed I, about- of my favorites I think you're gonna see Saints players be a common 
thing here. How about running backs? Who's your top two? Do you have two or just one? Mm-hmm. Jamal Williams. Uh-huh. Bajon Robinson. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill. <laughs> He's a tight end. I know. <laughs> but he runs. Definitely Jamal Williams. I know you had a lot to say there. <laughs> But it doesn't it doesn't deter me, Justin. No, you had a lot to say there. <laughs> and I think Bajan Robinson, I still had him I had him down even though you had a lot to say there too. <laughs> I'm gonna it's not any Bucks running backs. No. Obviously. Who, yeah. Who are you targeting out of here if you had to pick? Miles Sanders. Oh, Miles Sanders. And Bajan Robinson are my two. I'm not picking a RB two on a team. When Jamal I can pick Williams. An RB1. <laughs> I I want to change my mind. I wasn't. Why wasn't I thinking of Miles Sanders? Miles Sanders should be your number one target out of this yeah. division for running backs. Bijan will be for people. I'm telling you that mm-hmm. now. Bijan is gonna go. Miles. But Sanders Jamal is Williams, have... you need to draft him. Yeah. In my opinion. How about wide receiver? A wide receiver. I am targeting Chris Olave. Okay. Just just one. I don't know. I really like Mike Evans. I'm nervous about him, so I don't know how much I'm going to go after him. There's also Adam Thielen, but I have high hopes for Chris Olave this year. Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts? I mean, there's also... Okay. Chris Olave, yeah. for sure. And, oh, man, it's so hard to pick one of these Bucks guys mm-hmm. because of their quarterback situation. I mean, I want to pick Mike Evans. Let's say you get Mike Evans and he gets traded. Yeah. And then he does even better for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the talent based, I would go Mike Evans mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Olave. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so we're my pretty two. much on the same page there. All right. Tight end expert. You know Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yes. Yeah. Taysom Hill and Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'm take taking either. both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take either Won't of them. Won't that make you think each week when you're setting your lineup which one to go with? <laughs> Just throw one in the flex. You'll be good. Uh, yeah. that's You didn't want Kyle Pitts. He's not your top. Kyle Pitts isn't on the list. <laughs> he, he messed up. So his $22 valuation, I need to talk to the guys Sleeper. who make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to take this up with Sleeper and figure yeah, out what I'm they're gonna, smoking. <laughs> yeah. We got to have a talk. Yeah. All right, that is our NFC South. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the Panthers on tomorrow's episode. It will mm-hmm. be we're doing the interview tonight, releasing it tomorrow because Brandon is a big Panthers fan. We're going to be talking some football. Both distillers yes. are into f- football and fantasy football. So yes, Brian likes the Ravens. We'll talk to him about the Ravens later on. I mm-hmm. think, but but yeah, we're going to be talking about the Panthers. We're going to be talking about football, fantasy football, and of course whiskey. You can't forget the whiskey. They're a very unique distillery, so make sure you uh, check out the episode because I think you'll be surprised at some of the different things they have to offer. Yes, it's really exciting. Absolutely. Miranda, do you have anything else? Actually, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, we have been failing our listeners in reminding them this month that we were continuing to have a second giveaway. That's right. Um, we did our April giveaway, a lot of fun, and... One lucky listener got an old-fashioned football t-shirt, a bottle sent directly to them from Savage and Cook, and two handshakes of our whiskey from... From our bar. Yeah. That we reviewed on the show. So, we decided, end of last month, we would continue and do a similar giveaway this month. I'm going to say that the 
rewards won't be as exciting because we don't have <laughs> Savage and Cook sponsoring this giveaway. But we are still going to send one of our listeners an old-fashioned football T-shirt from the SGPN merch store and two handshakes of any of the whiskeys we have reviewed. I will send you the full list if you are the lucky winner of our giveaway. But we are doing a May giveaway this month. If you did not get chosen, or if your name wasn't drawn in April, we told everybody you're going in automatically to the May yes. giveaway. For the month of May, to enter in, if you didn't enter in in April, please go follow us on Twitter at Old Fashioned FB, subscribe to us on your listening platform, and leave us a review. If that's on Spotify, you can you cannot leave a written review. Spotify doesn't have names, obviously. Yeah, so it's just a star rating. It. So send us, DM us a screenshot um, to Old Fashioned FB on Twitter of your review. And if you're on Apple and you're not leaving a written review, same thing. If you just leave a star review, it doesn't have a name. So please send us a screenshot. We have added several, a good handful more names this month. Yes. Yeah, we have. So, so there's more in the running, and it's not too late if a distillery, you know, happens to wander upon this episode that wants to sponsor <laughs> it, or if you want to sponsor future months, mm-hmm. uh, how it will work is we'll do the same thing. We'll run the same contest where, you know, rate, review, like, subscribe, all that stuff, and if you want to sponsor it, we'll say, hey, this giveaway is sponsored by, and your distillery name, obviously, and you would then be committing to sending a bottle to the winner basically mm-hmm. so so yeah that is all i had justin all right yeah no it was good to r- remind people of that because obviously we keep forgetting i definitely kept forgetting and uh it seemed like an hour after we, we recorded every time i was like oh shit guess what we did not do <laughs> we did not put in <laughs> our main giveaway info yes so again like or not like us follow us well hopefully you <laughs> like Twitter. us but well, yes, but follow us on Twitter at Old Fashioned FB. Subscribe to us on your listening platform and leave us a review. Hey, this lunch break is almost over. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old Fashioned Football.